Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, welcome back to episode 178 of Two Drunk Brothers in the Podcast. Gang's all here. Gang's all here. Gang is all here. Jared's just smashing a beer can. Looks like he's drinking Mick Ultra tonight. I'm sure Ethan is drinking Heineken. You only know that because we were just talking. That is correct. (laughs) I am not drinking Mick Ultra. That's finished. I got a little vodka soda in here. I'm drinking the new Bud Light Seltzer Apple Slices. Which I've good. What? Can we? I mean, like, I can't keep up with all the fucking seltzers that are out there. <laughs> like, well, I, I think I, you, like, usually back in the day, just when I, fall flavors. When I would go to Schnooks, I would get overwhelmed by like the fucking all the options, like the craft beer aisle. Now I get overwhelmed, like looking at all my seltzer options. It's the seltzers stupid. are like, ridiculous. Hey, like you got hey. the hard. So I mean, remember, at one point you guys were the seltzer daddies. So we were. I we mean, were reviewing we, seltzers every episode. <laughs> we do. I, I'm still very, very big on the seltzers. I'll try every new pack, but this one, I think these replaced like the remember their fall flannel pack they had last year. That was terrible. The year before. Yeah, it was actually it was different. These are just app like they're all a variation of an apple, so it's pretty good. So what is that one? Apple slices? What's the difference between apples? <laughs> they have like apple pie? Like I don't know. How no, apple apples. apple slices is like the 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 name of the pack. Apple slices. This one is cranberry apple. They have a crisp apple, which is like green. Yeah. They have a strawberry apple and then a peach mango apple. That's fucking. That's throw that thing in the garbage before I even drink it. I love apple flavored things. It tastes like fall in a can. Not with fucking strawberries and peaches. You're crazy, man. (laughs) That's a little bit of a summer splash in your fall drink there. Yeah, like what is like decide what you want to be, dude. It's like you're crazy. Crazy girl. Question though, before we jump into some content tonight, is has Bud Light taken over the seltzer game from White Claw and Truly, or are they still the kings? I still think for me personally, like if I'm going to the store to buy, if you're like Jarrett, go pick out a seltzer pack. I, the White Claw number two. Number two with the mango. Number two. Yep. No, no, no. They have no? a new number two. Mango is the, the one mango. you throw away. Yeah. Oh, number, I love mango. They have a new number two pack, White Claw does, without the mango. It's passion fruit instead of mango. So it's I think it's I think it's like equally as garbage watermelon it's not that bad to be honest with you that's <laughs> if i'm going to the store to buy like a like a seltzer pack that's what that's what i'm getting see now like, can i we can't not, do watermelon it's, can we not just put like strawberry in there i mean like, that's yeah. the original or lime the original og mm-hmm. that or like the the freaking the truly pack that has the pineapple flavor in it like truly pineapple is my favorite flavor of seltzer if i could just buy a 12 pack of that no. i'm set if i could buy 
if I could go to the gas station, grocery store, whatever, I'd buy it by the 24 pack. The truly blueberry and acai. Best seller oh. in the mm. entire world. That's an OG. World. That's an OG one. It is. And you can only get it three at a time in the 12 pack of the original flavor. All right. Well, we've been talking about uh, foods and drinks and things like that, but we're going to save that for the end. So you got a little little taste of well, some Seltzy updates, but yeah. So we'll uh, we'll recap a little bit of last week's football. We are also going to include top five NFL teams. Throw a little bit of spice in there too. Our each of our own five top top five NFL teams. Going to do our picks, and then we are doing a serial draft. Lucas, one of our good friends of the podcast, said that we had already done something serial wise, but I think. Like a year and a half ago, me and Jerk did a Mount Rushmore. This will be different because of the draft. So, with three of us. Yeah, I think we had done did the Mount Rushmore serials, but we always had like double dipped on those. We had never done a draft where like if someone picks it, they're off the board for good. So and now right. it's going to be instead of four, there will be at least twelve. Yes, no, fifteen. Top fifteen. Five. Good yeah, math. Math is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Math is tough. Five times three. Um, all right. So weekly recap. I have one thing I want to talk off right off the rip. Got to do Brady. it. Oh, I would, we talk about Tom Brady. I, I have I have one one thing, one thing only. I want to I want to rip on because I didn't watch a ton of football this weekend, admittedly. But you go on Tom Brady. He's getting divorced. Hey, did you guys see uh, before we start jumping into Tom Brady? Like speaking of, did you guys see that he lost a ring today? Yeah, I was say he's getting divorced. <laughs> Well, exactly. That's what I want to talk about. So um, the whole, I mean, I guess they've been together for a little over 13 yet, years now. Him and Giselle Bunston are getting divorced. Question, and I guess we this is up for debate. Is he going to now be depressed and have an off year like he kind of has been trending in that same direction? Or is it Tom Brady revenge tour? Um, I think it depends on the scenario. I think the first few weeks post this, he's probably going to have a tough time. Cause like I've never personally gone through divorce. Hope I never do knock on wood. Hope none of us do. Um, but I think those first few weeks are the toughest. Cause you got to get all your affairs in order. You got to get your lawyer hired. There's probably a lot of pre- preliminary discussions with your lawyer talking about who gets what, you know, what custody kids look like. Um, it's probably a lot to process the first few weeks, but then after that, you're, he's probably like, fuck it, I'm going ham. So I can see the first few weeks being a struggle um, and then kind of just going ham, ham sandwich for that. Yeah. See, first, my first thought is, like, first and foremost, whether you like the guy, don't like the guy, feelings and football aside, like, sucks to see anybody go through a divorce. Like, you feel for him, celebrity, whatever, still sucks. On the other side of things, um, I think that now he has one less thing he has to focus on, and that was the biggest thing that was keeping him away from football. Um, yeah. I know he still has his kids, obviously, right? But now that he's got like that big weight off his shoulders, um, I still think he has a declining year because I said at the beginning of the year, this has to be the year that Brady finally shows that he's old. Um, so I don't necessarily expect him to just go off, but I think he will be more focused than he has been the first four weeks of the season. He did look really, really good on Sunday. Was it Sunday? Yeah, Sunday night. He mm-hmm. looked really, really good. On, I didn't watch a ton of the game, but I saw some highlights. and They got their asses kicked. He threw for like how many yards? 331. Yeah. Because they couldn't. They, they never ran the ball. Leonard Fournette didn't even see the field. 
I mean, uh, uh, Tom Brady doesn't fucking control that. Like that he he pissed me off. I would say he did he did what he could do. I mean, their defense got fucking torched. Was the problem and fumble? Would they, they fumble the opening kickoff? Yes, yes, yeah, they did. That that hurt him from from the get go. So oh, sorry, three hundred eighty five. Yeah, I would say he was fucking roasting. But him. how many passing attempts did he have? He, that doesn't matter. Josh Allen threw sixty a couple weeks ago. It, it matters. And I mean, you're not gonna yeah. knock him. What's his completion? 52. He was 30, that's a lot. 39 of 52. That's really fucking good. He that, threw I'm not saying that's bad, but I'm saying passes. he had a lot of pass attempts, which is why he had that many yards. Yeah, but still, he completed 75% of them. So, damn near. Still got routed. Got put that's not his fault. His fucking him. defense. His, um, okay. Anyway, <laughs> what me and Ethan both said, me and Ethan thinks he's going to have a declining year. I think he's going to have a declining couple of weeks, and then he kind of bounces back. I know you're having headphone issues, which is why I kind of reiterated what, what we kind of said. Yeah, I'm about to fucking chuck these things up against the goddamn wall. Um, so there's that. Uh, I know I you they, probably. I bet, you they, I bet you they really, really wouldn't. They really wouldn't work then. If you did that. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes that kind of, you just gotta beat them on something mm-hmm. and they start working. Yeah, like I want to talk about the whole Tua situation just real quick. Um, it's not beat it into the ground, but we can definitely give our thoughts. My, I have, I have, I have a few. Yeah, Jesus. I have a few <laughs> uh, a few points on it. I think, A, everyone on Twitter can shove it up their ass because no one's a doctor, and I think we all had a gross overreaction to that. The way I've kind of explained it to people who who don't watch a lot of like UFC like I do, I've seen dudes in the UFC get fucking put out like that, and they're giving interviews 15 minutes later. Like, it's, it's scary to see your body react like that, but it's not uncommon when you hit your head fucking hard. That's the one thing. The second thing, I'm tired of people playing, blaming the Dolphins. They literally had zero say in whether he played or not because if the independent neurologist cleared him and the player says he's fine, what are you going to do as a coach? Not put out your fucking best player out there? Try out Teddy Bridgewater to play a big game to go 4 now? No, you're not going to do that. So, And also, was it, there was a Bucks player on Sunday night who had a very similar situation. He got hit hard, and he said it was his shoulder, but he's walking off the field, and his player – one of his teammates had to help him. Then he like stumbled into a ref, which the sidelines. And he's like, no, my head's fine. It's my shoulder. It's my shoulder. They didn't put him in concussion protocol because he said it was a shoulder, put him back out there like three or four plays later. So it's probably the NFL's concussion policy. that's broken. Not what, not the dolphins handling it. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, people were like, Oh, you're going to ruin this man's career. Listen, if he was still feeling any bit of effects from it, he is 20-some-odd years old, grown-ass man, getting paid millions of dollars. He can say no. He was, he was not still feeling, feeling the effects from it because that – it was the first or second drive when it was like five for five down the field and Chase Evans dropped the fucking touchdown pass. That's what like I'm he saying. Was, like, he was throwing darts all over the place. He was not still concussed. You feel – you you fall on the wrong part. You tweak something the wrong way. You hit something in the right spot. I mean, shit's going to happen. I mean, yeah. it is Ethan, what it is. Ethan, you being a non-Dolphins fan, I haven't heard your thoughts about this. So I'm just going to jump on two quick points that both of you just hit on to kind of gather my thoughts and my perspective. One, Trav, you mentioned that, like, you know, he's a grown man. He'll say, like, if he's not good enough to play. I think the opposite, but I don't think that it makes a difference. And this is kind of what I'm getting at is I think he's a competitor and he's young and he's hungry. If he feels like he's good to go, even if he's got some reservations, he's like, yeah, 
I'm good to go coach. But on the flip side of that and kind of leading into Jared's point is he shouldn't have to be the one that makes the fucking call. That's what you have the doctors for. And so if the doctor said, Hey, you're good to go. You think two is going to go to coach and be like, Hey, yo, doctor told me I was good, but I ain't playing this week. Like what's that going to look like on him? What's that going to look like on the team? And what's that going to look like on the coach for then the coach to turn around and be like, Oh, you don't want to go. Doctors cleared you. That's fine. I'm going to let you sit this week. I'm going to throw Teddy Bridgewater out there. Then what do you think the headlines would have been if they heard that the doctors cleared him, but then the coach and the quarterback said that you're not playing like that's, that's a whole different story that we're having. So yeah, long winded. There's, there should be no complaints from anybody Tua did his job. Like he's supposed to. And they told him he was good to go. If he says he's good to go, he's going to go out there. I mean, it's the nature of the game, right? Like, you and you have those inherent risks that, that could happen at any point in time. I'll be the ignorant guy to say that there was a million other things that he could have done with that ball and that play before turning back and getting sacked. But that's what happened. He did. So half that's on him. The other half is just freak accident. Whatever it happened. That's like freaking uh, Friday Night Lights, like Jason Street's parents suing uh, the coach for not teaching him how to tackle. Like that's just the game. Shit yeah, happens. Exactly. And long story short, he'll be back in 17 days when we play the Vikings. So I exactly. would almost bet money on that. There we he have didn't it. have the worst injury of the weekend. Mm-hmm. DK Metcalf had to get carted off because he had tight butt cheeks. Because he had the shit. <laughs> I missed that. I didn't see yeah, that. He had yeah, to poop. He, he got carted off because he had to poop so bad he couldn't hold it in. That's literally what he said on Twitter the next day. He said, the yeah, he said something about how like the he's like the waddle wouldn't have uh wouldn't have done it mm-hmm. so he had the lamar jackson syndrome on that oh, one boy. um there isn't there is another game i want to talk about but i'll let ethan you do you have your first recap point i didn't really have a ton to recap the, the biggest thing i wanted to recap is like slow your old giants fans for one look yeah. who you've played so far i know people are like giants three and one blah 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 potentially there's another team that needs to slow the roll there's there's two other teams that currently have the same or better record than you in your own division, and you've played nothing but garbage. So calm down. On the flip Weird. side of that, Bears fans, see you next year. I had a bunch of Bears fans after their two and one start that I saw all over my Twitter and like, you know, going to the University of Illinois, you have people that are Bears fans that are like, We're not as bad as everybody thought we were. We're gonna, you know, we might push for a wild card spot. And then you got humbled by an awful Giants team where Daniel Jones came out. And Saquon Barkley was the quarterback for a few plays and still picked up yards on you. So I, I had I, I work with a giant I work with a Bears fan. I was talking today about it, and he said it's just so depressing. He goes, because I've been a Bears fan for forever. My dad we, we've never had a good quarterback. Never. Like ever even going back to when they won the Super Bowl back in 85 when they had McMahon, he wasn't a good quarterback. When they won it, was it 06? And they had was it I think that was my was that Rex Grossman? Who was their quarterback when they won an 06 or some shit like that? It's all been always been their defense. They've never had a good quarterback. So they're always going to be trash. Poverty franchise. They haven't won a Super Bowl since 85, correct? I'm not crazy. I thought they won an 06. I I you know, that was a long time ago either way. I can't remember, but um even if they did, no, yes, they did not have a good quarterback. It was either Jay Cutler or Rex Grossman. I'm you're right, sure. you're right. They they went to the Super Bowl in 06 with, with Rex yeah. Grossman. Yeah. Lost yeah. the, not the Colts, right? They didn't lose to the Colts. It was okay. the Colts. Oh six, yeah. Cool. Um, 
So you want to touch on that. I want to touch on a game that it, 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 Jarrett might be even a little bit more upset than I was. It was one of his big unit plays, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, and not, not even the fact I don't want to cover the game a whole lot more than the fact that their head coach is an absolute moron. Kevin Stefanski sucks balls. Uh, actually, <laughs> how are you like, how are you going to the first drive of the game? I know it's the Atlanta Falcons fourth and three at the four yard line. You go for it. Uh, and you don't get it. Don't get it. Turn the ball over right there. Uh, ends up being a pretty close game back and forth throughout the rest of it. And then you're at a 2020 game with like seven minutes left. You have another fourth down situation, fourth and medium at Atlanta's 44 with seven minutes left in the game. And you punt it, punt it away, give up a field goal. And then you expect Jacoby Brissett to come down and win you the game. That's not going to happen. He's an idiot. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about the big unit plays I had on the podcast because both of them very easily could have hit. I thought the Rams were going to go down last night and win that game, but they didn't. So it is what it is. I think Matt Stafford's mid. I think his. I think everyone thinking he deserved a Super Bowl ring is can go shove it. And yeah, that's my thought process on the whole weekend. I need to watch a ton of football though. But if the Ravens could have closed it out, and and oh, I'm talking about a different game. If the Ravens could have closed it out, and beat the Bills, that'd that'd been clutch too. So. <laughs> so what about Kevin Stefanski? Uh, I mean, the Browns are inept, <laughs> are inept a bit being able to hire a good head coach. Jared just went off on a tangent on his own bets and just completely disregarded everything that was said. Yeah. Fuck. He said, so, so what do you think about the Browns? Well, bro, the Ravens fucking <laughs> suck. <laughs> the Rams. Uh, who else? <laughs> um, no, I, I only have like one thing to talk about with the Browns. I, I also had a play on the Browns. and It was the last leg of one of my parlays um, that would have won me around $200 on a $5 bet. So, um, that was hurtful, but the only, the only point that I wanted to make is step Steven Kefanski's, um, Kevin Kefanski's gross misuse of Nick Chubb. Um, I know that Nick Chubb has had a hell of a season, but it seems like, and me and Travis were talking about this the other day, like, because Travis has had him in fantasy for the past few years. I have him this year is that it's been every year, but it's just crazy that like Chubb puts up all these numbers, but he doesn't use him in important situations that goal to go. Could have easily just punched it in with Nick Chubb. Didn't do it. Um, I think he decided to throw the ball instead, if I remember correctly. And then, you know, throw Kareem Hunt in there on downs that should be Nick Chubb downs just also kind of blows my mind. I get that he can't be in there for 90% of the snaps. He probably could be, but I get that it's smart not to. Um, But I just, it blows my mind. To add to your point on that, I was mentioning that fourth down drives that they had, uh, second down, they ran it with Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's yeah, just—it's it's stupid. a carry. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of lot of uh, the NFL is kind of a question mark right now. Like, I can't put my finger on it. Which we're gonna—this is a good segue if everyone's done to uh, our power rankings. Well, well, one one second, one second. I want to add. I want to add something in. Let's make it a podcast. Uh, the three of us do it each week. If the Lions are underdogs by more than five points, we bet them because they lose by no more than four points every single. Lions game. are yeah. the best, worst team 
We're doing football, it. and it's not even close. If they are five or more, won't touch them. Won't touch them this weekend in Gillette. Three point underdogs, not a chance in hell. They're not five. They got to be That's five crazy or more because you know we we might have some podcast picks later, and we might just get into that a little bit. But <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, yeah. Uh, only other thing I wanted to add before we jump into our our power rankings, our top five, um, is Patriots fans, stop overreacting. You know, I and I get. 80% of it's a joke, but there's the 20% out there that actually believe it, that, hey, we had a quarterback get injured, and then a rookie quarterback stepped in, and they did that 22 years ago. Guess what? Bailey Zappi's the next Tom Brady. I get it's a joke, but I guarantee you some people are out there being serious. No, Packers just had a horrible game and almost hey, gave me the game hey, with hey. the run game. So Bailey Zappi led the NCAA in passing yards last year. And Bailey Zappi's going to lead up. Uh, bench seconds this year once Mac Jones and or Brian Hoyer come back. So yeah, what happened Anyways, real quick, what, what happened with Brian Hoyer? Did he get hurt? Yeah, he got hurt. Um okay. second quarter. I don't remember for sure, but maybe third. Either way. That's the and problem. they might, both no, might be out this week. There was no tape out there on Bailey Zappi. That was the problem. Mm-hmm. There you go. The the Packers well, they ran the ball shit ton too and the Packers run defense looked inept, but we don't got to talk about it. So <laughs> Uh, all right, so we are going to jump into um, a little bit of a new segment where we are going to do each of us are going to give our top five teams currently in the National Football League, and then we're also going to give you their Super Bowl odds compared to where we rank them. So um, it's not going to be in order of Super Bowl odds, obviously, because I'm sure that all of us have at least a couple of different picks. But yeah, I want to cut. Teams. I want to cut my dick off with these top three. Yeah. Do so, one of you have Super Bowl odds pulled up that you just want to read I off do. of? When we do I it? do. I do, yeah. Amazing. Either one yeah. of you then, because I do not. So Okay. So, can I mean, I th- I'm very interested to see all of our top fives here, because I think we're going to have some, some variations. Um, this is Travis's segment idea, so I'll, I'll let him kick it off. Travis, who is This is Ethan's one? segment idea. That's why he kicked oh. it off. Okay, do you want to go five? five? Okay, five to one. Let's go five to one. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go five to one. All right. right. Do you want me to kick it off then, or do you want Travis to still kick it off? No, you. That's all you. All right. Uh, My number five, uh, you know, I'm not a homer, is the Miami Dolphins. Um, I couldn't put them higher only because the question marks now of when will two actually come back could be a week, could be a couple weeks, Um, but still a very dominant team. Um, I think on the offensive side of the ball, even with Teddy Bridgewater, if he gets a full week of practice under his belt with the number ones, he's obviously not who you want under center, but I don't think is going to detrimentally hurt that offense or that team. And I think the defense is also pretty solid, even if they end up still missing. Is Xavier Howard out this week? No, No. I don't think he should be. He'll have 10. Honestly, I think he was – dealing with some quad issues like he always does and saw that we weren't going to win that fucking game. He's like, fuck it. I'm done. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to get my 10 days rest and I'll come back and suggest and lock them down. So, yeah. yeah. So I think they're fine. So that's my number five right now. Um, I and think we're supposed to, we're supposed like to get Byron. We're supposed to get Byron Jones back this week too. Nice. So, yep. yeah, they are plus 1800 Super Bowl. Fa- uh, this is according to Bavada plus 1800. They're the ninth um, highest favorite team behind 22. Twenty two hundred. I have eighteen hundred on Bavada. DraftKings has twenty two. 
You get you get different odds, different places. So twenty two hundred. So go to DraftKings if you want to bet them because you get yeah four hundred. But on Bovada, they're behind teams like the Niners, the Ravens, the Rams, the Bucks. They're behind teams like that. So people got um, cool with this 49ers bullshit. I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, then I Ethan, I like that pick. The, for me, like they're high, a little bit higher in my rankings. I'm spoiler alert. Um, the question mark of Tua isn't that big of a deal for me because look at our schedule until December. I mean, it's fucking a cakewalk. I mean, we play the Jets, the Vikings, the Bears, the Lions. Uh, we play a lot of easy teams. I think a two could be out for three, four weeks, and we'd still be. I know. Right. I know it might be hard for him, but Teddy Bridgewater has to just not be dog shit to win. I think. Game. I don't think he was expecting to play that game. I think with like Ethan said, not only a full week, a full ten days of Mike McDaniel installing a game plan based around Teddy Bridgewater. I think we're going to see a lot of re most. I think we're going to see a lot of screens. And, and shuttle pass to Tyree Kill. Well, there's 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 a way you can win with Teddy Bridgewater. His, he was five and zero with the Saints at one point. He should have had. He he sh- he needs to have. Obviously, hindsight being twenty twenty, but with Tua's injury history, he should have had a playbook designed for Teddy Bridgewater in the first place. He didn't look horrible. He is just probably one of the most inaccurate quarterbacks in the NFL. He can scramble, which I think adds a lot to the Dolphins. And his short passes are fine, but anything over ten yards, I fuck. It's like a, it's like a five iron for me. I have no idea where it's going. <laughs> like that's uh, before being dead honest. Um, but no, Ethan, I don't mind that. I have them a little bit higher on mine as well. I do My number five pick is a big one. This is a uh, this is a could be a potential hot take. Uh, I, bet you, I bet you we have the same one. It is the Dallas Cowboys. Oh no. All right, Dallas Cowboys, they are currently 13th, I believe, in the odds. Yeah, they are 11th, 11th. Bovada, they're plus 3,000. So they're plus plus 2,500. On DraftKings. What the fuck what uh, the fuck kind of sense does that make? How it makes, how are the- <laughs> it makes none uh, at all. However, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're always running to the bathroom and sometimes just can't make it, we need to talk. You're not alone. I was just like you until I spoke to an expert physician about axonics therapy. It changed everything. It didn't just give me bladder control. It gave me my life back. Axonics therapy is not another drug. It's just a tiny device you barely have to think about. And it can give you real lasting relief. You can even try it out first to make sure it works for you. Just take the first step. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. It's time to get your life back. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonix therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Uh, so I, I had a plus 2,500, which was the worst of the teams I have in my top five. But 
They are now three and one. I think they're there in a very easy conference division, whatever the fuck you want to say, even conference. I don't think the NFC is that difficult uh, right now. The flip side, Cooper Rush has looked really good. If Cooper Rush is their backup quarterback and they end up going with Dak Prescott because he looks better, even better. Uh, if he can come back and be better than him because he has looked solid. The team stepped up. Uh, it doesn't really look like they've lost a lot of pieces. Um, you know, Noah Brown stepped up. People on the offense have done a really good job. So I like the Cowboys to, you know, make some noise. Yeah, I think as because of their schedule and on top of the fact that they've been so consistent even with a backup quarterback I think is a really good sign I don't have them in my top five simply because I'm just not a believer yet and I also do want to see what Dak looks like when he comes back because if you do and you're going to go with Dak when he comes back um just want to see what that team looks like and how they mesh but otherwise I don't I don't mind that top five pick at all I don't mind it either they're not in mine um very very I thought about it um I do have another NFC East team in my top five um, and they are the number five team for me, Philadelphia Eagles. I have mess. Yeah. Oh my God. They're four and zero. again. <laughs> let's fucking pump the brakes. Let's look at, look at, look at who they played. Uh, that's who I have in my top as my number five team. They played the Lions, beat them by three, put a Viking team. Where I think is grossly overrated. Um, should have lost to the saints this past weekend. They beat a, a shitty commander's team. And they beat the Jaguars by eight. I'm not sold in the Jaguars either. I think the Eagles have benefited from a very, very easy schedule. Uh, that's why they're four and zero. Um, I would not be surprised if they don't end up winning this division. I, I like Travis's pick of the number five Dallas Cowboys to win this division. Uh, his number five powering team Dallas Cowboys win this division still. Dak comes back to figuring out the pieces. Um, I think the Eagles will fall off. I mean, you look at their schedule. It does favor them. I do think they could be 8-0 going into that Packers game um, on the 27th of, of November. But um, I guess 9-0 actually. It just depends on this Cowboys game coming up. I don't know. I'm not sold on the Eagles. That's why I have them at five. I know everyone else has them uh, number one, number two, but I'm not sold on them just yet. I don't think Jalen Hurts is the way he plays quarterback is, is sustainable. I don't have him number one or number two, but I do have him in my top five. Uh, I'll, I'll touch on some other points. Don't want to touch on them now. Um, Ethan, I'm sure you have him a little bit later on too, so we probably won't touch on him now either. Well, I mean, since technically I'm next and they actually were my number four team. Um, and because I don't want to spend too much time on like, you know, going through everybody's top fives. Um, I don't really have anything else to add. It was kind of the same points. I didn't have them any higher simply because I'm just not a full believer in the fact that they are as complete as they currently look. Um, they are four. zero. I do think me and Travis talked about it last week. They could finish 15 and two, 16 and one or 17 and oh, if some things fall their way. Um, but I don't know if that necessarily makes them the best team in the league. I know that we're talking about best team in the league right now. Top five best teams in the league, I should say. So they definitely belong in the top five, but I currently have them at number four. All right, Jared. Got that blind, deaf rat in your hands. Dog. <laughs> um, uh, I, Jared, we probably have our four and three flip-flopped. I have let's, 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 let's touch on it real quick. Um, the Eagles are plus 800 betting favorites. I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. Twin no. Super Bowl. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, well, again, I'll talk to him when I get there. Uh, I have the Dolphins coming in at number four for me. Just a situation of where they're at, where they're at with their team. I do still think that they are very, very dangerous. Uh, hopefully only losing two for a week 
maybe at max two, uh, being plus 2,200 odds. I really like that. They are coming in at 10th. Uh, while I have them at four, I don't really think a lot of the teams that are in between my top three and the Dolphins are very dangerous. You know, you got the Bucks. Sorry, Ethan, but you have the Packers who just not a lot of teams that look dangerous on offense. Don't have the weapons the Dolphins have. Um, while the Dolphins can sharpen up a little bit in their secondary, saving Howard's been a little banged up. Byron Jones hasn't been there. I think the pieces will fall together. Um but I have them at four just because I don't think that they have as favorable as a schedule and with kind of what's going on with Tua right now is the only reason. Yeah, I do. We do have them flip-flops like you said, Trav. I have met, I have met number three, but um, my number 14 may surprise you. I don't know if the resident fan on this podcast has them in his top five, but I actually do have the Green Bay Packers at number four. Um I think they are probably, to me right now, the best top two teams in the NFC. I'm not impressed with any of the teams I see in the NFC West. I'm not impressed with any of the teams I see in the NFC South, especially the Bucks. They're just too consistent. Um, they don't score a ton. They don't score a lot. Uh, and their offense can get it done, and their defense just plays a real good game, or vice versa, like we saw last week. Packers are plus 1,000. Um, Travis, talking about my dog, Travis's dog is weekend a fucking play right now. Well, sorry. Um, Packers are plus a thousand betting odds to win the Super Bowl. And I'm not saying this is a Super Bowl team. I've seen a lot better Packer teams fall short. Uh, but you know, just let's 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 call it what it is. The AFC is a hell of a lot better than the NFC. I threw two NFC teams in my top five. I think the Eagles and the Packers are the best two. Um, but outside of that, I don't see anyone else from the NFC really really getting it done this year. I agree. Uh, and the NFC is just kind of weak alone this year. I don't have the Packers in my top five. I just I have to see more from that offense. I know they haven't been horrible, but Aaron Rodgers is, is aging. He doesn't have a whole lot of weapons. Come playoff time, I just kind of think that it's the team that we'll see in years past, unfortunately. But at least they make the playoffs, so not shitting on your team, Ethan. Uh, no, it's fine. I'm I'm not even worried about it because I actually don't have them in my top five, and I really wanted to put them there. Um, the the biggest reason is because my top four teams. Well, I should say four of my top five. Sorry, because I had the Dolphins at five. I actually fought about that one for a while too with myself. Um, but four of my top five teams are all AFC teams, um, and I felt I had to respect where the Eagles currently at, being undefeated, and put them in my top five as the NFC team. Um, so. Number three, <laughs> my number three pick is actually, it might be a surprising one to you all. It's the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and the only reason is because I, I come into the season where like, this team's not going to be dynamic. Who do they have on offense to throw to outside of Mark Andrews? Lamar Jackson is a bona fide running back at quarterback, but I've, I've been proven wrong. I feel like through four weeks, the record doesn't show. And I think that's because they played a very good Dolphins team that had to have been healthy would have been above them in these rankings. Um, because they did beat them. But um, I've just been impressed with the way that their offense has played. I think outside of that Dolphins game, they've been they've played pretty well on defense as well. Um, and it's just it seems like that they've put some of the pieces together with losing some of the pieces that they lost on the flip side. Um, so I think they look pretty good right now. They've played some tough competition. They just lost to the Bills. Um, spoiler alert is ahead of the Ravens on my top five. But um, I just currently have the Ravens in there. I felt like that I couldn't 
discredit the performances they've had, even though they are two and two. I don't have the Ravens in my top five. Travis the defense easy. sucks. They're plus sixteen hundred betting odds on Bavada to win the Super Bowl. Um, here's the reason why I didn't put the Ravens in my top, in my top five, and here's the reason why I wouldn't bet on them as a Super Bowl favorite. Come playoff time, you have to have the ability. You have you have to have the ability to close out games. And the Ravens have shown us now twice in the first four weeks that they have the inability to do that. They've blown a 28-point lead against the Dolphins, and they blew a, I believe, at one point in time. We're at the zoo on Sunday, um, so I need to watch it. But I believe, Travis, they were up at like 20 points on the Bills. 20 or 17. It was a pretty solid lead. It was a pretty big lead. But the inability to close out games for me is what's why the Ravens aren't in my top five. And Lamar Jackson, as great as he's played, you know, no knock to him, it's – the mismanagement, I've, again, Harbaugh's a good coach. I feel like his time has come and gone. I feel like he is kind of old school. Um, we, you guys need some fresh blood in that front office there in Baltimore um, for them to kind of take Lamar Jackson next level if they can even resign him after this year. So I don't think I don't think they have the money for it. Yeah, the uh, the the Ravens are on the brink of mine. They're probably six or seven. Yeah, uh, I couldn't throw them on there because of just their defense hasn't looked good. Uh, if they had the defense like they had two years ago, they they could be top three uh, with the way that their offense has looked this year. But don't hate the pick from you by any means. But I just think that their defense is kind of lacking. With that being said, I'll lead into my number three, and it's a team that you guys have already covered. It is the Eagles plus eight hundred. They are the third favorite. They're, they fall third on my list. I, I'm i saying third best team, not saying they have the third best odds to win a Super Bowl, but I'm saying third best team in terms of, yes, they're going to make the playoffs. Their schedule is way too easy, but I don't think they're a threat, and that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Um, they, Yeah, that's it. No, I agree. I mean, yeah, we'll see where they end up. Like I said, they could be – they have a very. They're favorable. making the playoffs. Oh, I want percent. They have a very favorable schedule. Like, look at their schedule. I mean, they they're going to go fifteen and two. I'm I'm calling it right now. <laughs> I think that, but and they may win a playoff game. I don't see them making any noise uh, deep in the playoffs. I I can't. I can't see them making it even to the Super Bowl, winning the Ethan, NFC. So Ethan, Ethan, there are two losses. Are you seeing Packers and Titans back to back weeks right there? It's just the two hardest games that they have on their schedule. Yeah. I mean that I it'd be hard for them to go six and zero in their division. Um so I could see them dropping a divisional game. Or the yeah, or if with if Dax if Dax back playing they playing at Dallas yeah. in December. Yeah. Tough game. Yeah, I see I see three to four losses for them. So yeah, I, I don't disagree. But yeah, Travis, you have them a number you that was your number three team? That's my number three, only because of you know where they're going to finish in the season and how they will look now. Uh, these obviously yeah. aren't weighted in terms of who they're going to play, but that's where I have them right now. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of the reason why I put the dolphins and I have this is my number 13, the Miami dolphins because of their schedule over the next, I think it's seven, eight weeks. It's so fucking easy. Even if Jaco, not, I almost said Jacob Brissett because I'm so used to our backup quarterbacks playing every fucking year. Um, even if Teddy Bridgewater played all those games, I think we go five and three in those games over the next eight weeks. Like that's how confident I am in this team. They're going to go to the playoffs. I would almost put money on it right now. Um, plus, Travis said twenty two hundred. I feel like I feel like it's worth a flyer pick between of, of the teams I have on here. I think two, three, and four for me 
are worth flyer picks to win the Super Bowl. Packers, Dolphins, I'm not going to ex- expose the number two just yet um, because their odds are favorable. Uh, that's all I'll say about the Dolphins. Our, their schedule is the reason why they're up there. Our one and twos have to be either the same and or flip-flop. So with that being said, Ethan, who's your number two? Number two. Um, my number two is, it might surprise you, it is the Houston Texans. I'm just playing. It is. The, you know, I can even hold that joke in. I'm, I'm cracking myself up. It's crazy. Um, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I really didn't want to put them into the top. You have five. them at one, Travis. You have them at one. I do. Oh my god. Okay. Well, then I guess I guess we're all. Maybe I shouldn't feel as bad about putting in the top five. Then I know none of us in this podcast are very big Chiefs fans. But gotta, my God, you got to respect just, it. You got to respect that the way that they've played on both sides of the ball, it's actually kind of insane. And granted, we're looking at their schedule and I know who they've beaten. Um, it's been like really very solid teams. But then we're like, well, are the Bucks truly a really solid team this year? Um, I mean, look they what they did to them. We but will really true. find it out about the Chiefs over the next three weeks. The next three yeah. weeks will tell us all we need to know about the Chiefs. Because, I mean, Four they exactly. They put up 41 points on that Bucks defense, which I think is obviously, and I'm sure everybody does, is the strongest po- or like side of their team. Their offense to me is not their strong point as it could have been in years past. And they hung 41 up on them. And they probably could have hung more. Just crazy. I mean, I, I'll talk about why I have number one, too. Yeah. One, it's so hard to compete with that offense. Uh, yes, they lost Terry Kill, but they added some pieces and I'm not going to say they're better and it made them much better, but their offense has looked the same. Travis Kelsey has balled out uh, completely. Obviously probably, I mean, the best tight end in the NFL, maybe one of the best we've ever seen. If we're being completely honest, he's all, he's all, Um, all these old heads that want to say fucking Tony Gonzalez and all these old, come on, let's be fucking real. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end of all time. Yeah. So, Chiefs fans, Cyrus Miller, you can fucking clip me saying that. I actually fucking said it. <laughs> oh, I that hate him, true. but he is. Yeah. I mean, he is. You cannot doubt it. He he, he can catch everything. He can do everything, whatever. Yeah. Outside of that, their defense has stepped it up phenomenally. They are the best running defense in the league. You cannot run on this team. They're allowing 65 rushing yards a game. You can't run on them. I don't know what you're going to do. Their defensive line is solid. Their linebackers, Nick Bolton, all of them solid. I, I had to. I have to put them number one. I, as much as I hate it, I would never bet it, and I don't want them to win. But right now, they look like the most complete team outside of that one collapse in Baltimore. I mean, I mean, I mean, real talk, Travis, and yeah, I guess he, yeah, both you guys. Like, if you're looking at teams in the AFC who can go to a track meet with the fucking chiefs. If you're say, Hey, pick one team that can go on a track with the chiefs with healthy Tua, I'm taking the fucking dolphins. I mean, legit. It's going to be, it's going to be either the dolphins or my number two team, which I'll just cover now, which is the Buffalo bills. Yeah. Um, I have the bills. I have the bills one and chiefs two. Ethan prize bills one chiefs two. Correct. Yeah. So I have chiefs one bills two bills. uh, Plus are the, 400. Plus 400. Chiefs Gross. are plus 700. Uh, with a healthy secondary, this team can do a lot of things. However, we've seen what they've been able to do against the Chiefs in the past, which is why I also have the Chiefs at number one. Um, they just fall They fall short in the playoffs. They 
they aren't a playoff team. Josh Allen collapses in big moments. Uh, Jared's pointing at me. I think everyone can, that's like their big knock on them. Whereas Patrick Holmes and them don't, I mean, he's, he can fall short in big games, but not every big game. I mean, Josh Allen, we've seen it already once this year, almost twice. uh, He felt big time short in that Dolphins game. I mean, they could have, they should have won that game fourth and goal um, from like the two yard line. And he throws a little skip pass that didn't get to his outman who's wide open. And if any other quarterback in the league throws that pass, they're getting fucking drugged through the mud, drugged through the streets. But no, because it's Josh Allen, the golden boy of the NFL. Um, you know, he's he, he gets a pass. I also want to choke his little fucking neck and pop his head off too, because I can't stand <laughs> that guy. Um, well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We will find out the true one, two in two weeks when they play each other. That's what I'm saying. So if you look at if you look at I and I kind of talked to Ethan, or when Ethan, Ethan said the Chiefs was number two, we will find out who the real Chiefs are this year. Look at their schedule. They played the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are probably kind of dog water. Um, the Chargers, they beat them by three points. Uh, they lost to the Colts on the road. That's a, that's a kind of a trap game. They pounded the Bucks, like Ethan just said. Are the Bucks even that good? These next four weeks tell us all. I think we saw the true Raiders last week. They played the Raiders this week. Um, they played the Bills. They are at San Francisco, who also in their own right has a really, really good run defense, and the defense looks looks legit. Um, and they play the Titans, which is never an easy game to win. And then they have the Jaguars too, so who knows about that. But their schedule's tough these next four weeks. If I mean they, if they go any worse than three and one, then they're out of my top five, I think. I mean the Chiefs beat Tampa Bay worse than Hurricane Ian. Jesus Christ. <laughs> to be fair. Hurricane Ian didn't uh, hit Tampa Bay that hard. So, goddamn. <laughs> you go a little bit further south. That's where the real damage was. Um, yeah. The only other point I really wanted to add, really fast, because we kind of got off topic on the Chief and on the Bills, which fair because that was the line of progression, um, is that we were talking about rushing. Tampa Bay had three rushing yards last night. Dude, three. That's what I'm or saying. Two nights ago, sorry. Two nights ago. But Leonard Fournette, I'm pretty he ended this night with, I believe, negative rushing yards. Negative three. Yeah. That's terrible. insane. That's terrible. The boys, we do <laughs> I took us over. <laughs> I, yeah, that's that's even more terrible. What's even better is on Monday night, though, Travis took Daryl Henderson's over on rushing yards, hit it on the last fucking play of the game. I took Matt yep. Stafford's over on passing yards. I'm like, this oh, mid second last play of the game. Mid I'm gonna come. shit. I'm like this mid piece of shit because I also I had fifty fucking bucks on the Rams money line and I took two props and they both hit which so it saved me. But anyway, dude, I saw have, I saw Daryl Henderson in the backfield on that play. I was like, there's no there's no chance to hand this off, and then they fucking handed off, and I was like screaming internally. It was hilarious. Like 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 literally last night, Carly was like, "Why are you still watching this game? Why like?" She was, I'm like. <laughs> You don't understand. You don't understand. I, I need Matt oh. Stafford. I need Matt Stafford to get eight more fucking passing yards. Oh, and Jared, before you jump us forward, um, speaking of like bets hitting on the last second, Sunday night, I needed Leonard Fournette to score a touchdown because I had him anytime touchdown score as the last leg of a five leg parlay. I turned the game off because I was so pissed off. And I get a text from one of our buddies that was like, It was me. Just I'm one it. of your buddies. I was like, I was, well, Jesse texted me. Too, <laughs> oh. But, um, yeah, and then I was like, no, he didn't. And so I hopped on my ESPN app and, like, sure, shit caught that touchdown pass. I was like, cool, all right, whatever. I'm not pissed anymore. But There you go. So yeah. we, we so. all want a little – we have a lot more left to cover. We've got Desirance Digest in the serial draft. We're at 45 minutes. Let's all take a collective piss break. 
and then we'll come back. Agreed. All right, we are going to roll in to our picks of the week. And yes, it was not very exciting because our picks have not been very exciting. So we got we got to do something. So I changed the format to do this 10-unit thing. You can't, we can't change the format now. I already got my motherfucking picks picked. No, no, we're not changing the format. I'm just saying... If we collectively, so here's what we can do. Oh, I have, I have, I'm doing, I'm doing a, a self punishment this week. If I don't get, get positive units, this was my best, my best week last week. And I was down 1.98. <laughs> so that's fucking disgusting. If I, if I go negative units this week in the red and I'm not in the green, I am going to order and do on the podcast. The, the Pocky One Chip Challenge. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Those are all over the 7-Elevens up here, and I keep wanting to buy one, but I'm too much. I'm too scared so, to fucking use it. You'll find out because well, hopefully, hopefully not, but you may find out because if I am in the red, that's what I'm doing on the podcast. Not going to do the beginning because I will make myself miserable for the rest of it. Yeah, so I'm because I'm looking at our at our podcast pick sheet, and Travis literally hasn't had a a week in the green at all. Yeah, no shit, Jared. I just said that. It says oh. my thanks for making me feel even worse than my best week is <laughs> minus one point nine. Uh, um, so I think I think I've had like two out of five weeks in the green. We've only yeah. had like three or four total weeks in the green. It's been Ethan rough. had Ethan had two in a row, and then he's been kind of. No, he did. He had the first week in the green, and then this past week week. in the green. That was it. I think you had week one, and that was it. No, I had week one, and I had last. And then this past week, yeah. So week the week before, yeah. This past week, hell no. This past week was terrible for me. So I am down eighteen and some change. Jared's down eleven point six nine. I have pulled up right now. And then Ethan is down point. Ethan killed it on Sunday, so that's the only reason. Um, But yeah, so that's my punishment. So here we have it. I will. If I am in the red, don't expect me to do it next week. I'll do it the following week when Jarrett's on again. So everyone can enjoy. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. All right, cool. So let's dive into it. Um you boys want to do chronological order? You want to go round table? How do you want to do Always this? Always chronological order. Chronological I don't know. Order. You guys seem to have a pretty fucking tough job getting that done with me around these parts. So I actually do not. I did a lot of research this week. Um I have my best pick of the week first up. No one's going to beat it. It's the very first week football game. It's actually tonight when you're listening to this. Wednesday night game? Wednesday night game. SMU at UCF, 6 p.m. This is a three-unit pick for me. I love this. I love this spot. This game was moved from last Saturday due to Hurricane Ian because it was supposed to be in Orlando to this Wednesday. I think this benefits UCF greatly. SMU is preparing for this game. They think they're going to travel. No, they're not going to travel. Meanwhile, UCF gets to stay home the entire time. Um, It's in Orlando. They kept it there. It messes SMU's schedule all up. To add to that, SMU is allowing 400 yards of offense, 25 points per game. One of the worst rushing defenses in the league, allowing 40 more yards than the league average. UCF Benefits from that because they are the third best in college football and rushing yards per game. 
They're also a little bit better on defense, allowing 316 yards and only 13 points per game, half of what SMU is allowing. I don't think SMU is going to be able to exploit anything in UCF's defense. They have a top 15 pass defense, which is their strong suit uh, for SMU. There's not really anything in here that points the other way. I'm going UCF minus three, three units. Timeout. So what are they doing with the game they're supposed to play this weekend? That's what I was thinking about the entire time you said that, by the way. I guess they moved it to a different date. Probably They probably moved to one of their bye weeks. Weird. I like it. UCF minus three because of their running game and SMU's terrible run defense. Yes. And just the travel schedule, everything. Everything points, all signs point to UCF. They're, they're a solid team. They've only lost one game. So Louisville is a really bad game, 20 to 14. Uh, outside of that, SMU, as we all know, their defense is always trash and they haven't looked very solid this year. All right. Wednesday night action. We have to tell that with Travis, Ethan, win three unit or three units. Ethan, three what's, your next, what's your first game? My first question before we jump into that is when does Maction start? I think That's it usually I'll... starts like week seven or eight. Because maybe ex- next week or the following. I'm excited to have like football five or seven nights a week to bet on. That's that's yeah. my personal. That was thing my about that it. was my big thing. Well, let me look yeah. before we roll in. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into it. Well, I'm not gonna like, roll in. That, um, there's there's a there's a Wednesday night game next week. Wednesday night game the following week. There's no match right. in this year. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Oh, week 10, November 1st. Let's go. Okay. Love that. Um, I'm not going to roll into my next pick because I don't have a pick until Saturday night. So okay. if you guys have picks before my, that, you jump right into them. My next one's my, my first one's Saturday at 2.30. Oh, well, shit. I have two before then. Uh, <laughs> do we want to just go round table then? Yeah, let's just go round table then. Okay. Here you go. My first pick Saturday at 2.30, Auburn at number two, Georgia. Georgia's coming off a game. They should have lost against Missouri. I'm not taking the spread. I'm taking the under of 49.5. Why is that said? Because UGA unders are 5-0 and on the year. Auburn hasn't scored more than 24 points against the FBS opponent this season, and they're averaging 15 points per game over their last three. UGA, I feel like, will not let up more than 10 points to this terrible Auburn team that I put up 14 against Missouri. Um, so under 49 and a half, two units. Auburn may win this game probably like 35 nothing, something like that. You mean Georgia? That's what I meant, Georgia, yeah. Yeah, I don't <laughs> mind that. The only thing that scares me is that Georgia could just completely just stomp a mud hole in their ass. I and mean, they could like – if this overhits, it's going to be – 56 to 7. 
56 to 7 or something. Yeah. It's going to be very, very, very. No, like I'm thinking like 49 to like three and it barely hits. Like it's going to be barely. Yeah. But I don't mind that. Just the unders of such small points scare me in college football because the clock ticks like fucking so slow. Yeah, molasses. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But fucking. my big thing is oh, there's, there's a minute and a half on the clock and they have to drive the length of the field. There's no way they can do this. And then there's a minute left on the clock and two teams have scored. Like, yeah. It's <laughs> Yeah, no. I, my, my big thing was Auburn's inability to score against superior opponents. One, two, two. one and a half, two, two. units. All right. Ethan. Four and a half. Saturday night, 6.30 Central Time. My first pick of the weekend is Army at Wake. Um, this Wake like Forest team has surprised me. Um, I, I actually really like the way that they've played football this year. Army is not a good football team. I have bet against Army once this year, and it bit me in the ass. But I'm doing it again because I just I don't trust this football team. The spread was 16 and a half when I got it, um, and that's what I'm taking it at is Wake at home on a Saturday night minus 16 and a half. I'm only doing a unit on it because Army's bit me in the ass before. But this to me. You, you've got probably the best, second-best team in the ACC. I won't say best because Clemson has looked pretty good this year. Um, at home against a inferior opponent in Army. Easy spread. Yeah, I like that yeah. a lot. We, I mean, Army's – if you can limit Army on the ground, I mean, you're – They just lost to Georgia State. Yeah. By nine, I think. Yeah. By 17. Just kidding. I can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Wake should be able to handle them by you said it was 17, 16 and a half. 16 and a half. So yeah, yeah. Well, easy money. I would, hope that, I would hope that Wake Forest is better than Georgia State, who's yeah, like one and three. Yeah. And I, I'll talk about them here in a second. Um, my next pick is on Friday night, baby. Get your Friday night right yeah. at 9 30 o'clock. The absolute 9 30 o'clock. You're gonna want to be drunk for this one because this is the fucking toilet bowl, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to want to watch us at the bar. Colorado State at Nevada. God damn it. You got to take the under in this game. Colorado State is one of the two remaining winless teams in the country. Yeah. They're both in Colorado. Them in Colorado State and Colorado. They just got beat by Sacramento State 41 to 10 at home. Okay. They averaged 241 yards a game and 10 points per game. Uh, I don't care how bad Nevada has been playing. They're three and a half point favorites. I'm going to take them. Nevada's lost their last three. This one's at home. These two teams ended last season playing each other. Nevada steamrolled them 52 to 10 in Colorado. The numbers don't lie. I don't care how bad, like I said, they've been. They've lost to Incarnate Word, a couple other teams. They haven't really been able to get it rolling, but... I don't think Colorado State is even capable of putting up more than 10 points, 20 max. So I got to take Nevada minus three and a half, two units. Okay. What's the under in that game? Because I was looking at it, actually. I didn't include it on my – It's 44. I don't – Yeah. Nope. That's way too low. No, I don't like that. Um, Whenever Colorado State's allowing 41 points a game. Yeah. No. Like that pick, Colorado State's trash. Uh, my next pick is also a Saturday night game at 6.30 p.m. It is Washington State at number six USC, and I am taking the Cougars plus 13 
on the road against Southern California at two units. Hear me out. Wazoo is four and one against the spread. USC is one and two against the spread in Pac-12 play. And the only Pac-12 team they beat by more than 13 points was Arizona State, who we all know is trash. They just fired their coach. Um, also, Washington State has a very, very stifling run defense. They're only allowing 96 yards per game on the ground. Under 100 yards on, on the ground in college football, to me, is really, really solid. I think that's going to be going to be the huge difference here. I feel like if they can, you know, force USC to kind of get creative, they can definitely keep this within two touchdowns. So Washington State plus 13, two units against USC. I can see them losing by like 10. Yeah. <laughs> USC is going to win. Yeah. I don't, yeah. See, I don't think. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I just feel like uh, it'll either be like a uh, where USC struggles and then kind of pulls away a little bit at the end, or USC is winning by like double digits and then they backdoor cover. Yeah. Um, either way, I don't mind that pick. I like it. I like it. Ethan. My next pick is also a Saturday night game at 6.30 Central. Um, same exact time as my first one. It is Kansas State at Iowa State. Um, yep. Kansas State is only a two-and-a-half-point favorite against a reeling Iowa State team. Two is what I saw. Two weeks ago, I'll take them at minus two. Shit, I just saw them on FanDuel at minus two-and-a-half. Um, two weeks ago, they beat Oklahoma on the road by seven. And you're telling me they can't go into Iowa State and win by three? The, this team has looked pretty solid this year. They just came off of a home win against Texas Tech by nine. Um, they... Adrian Martinez, as much as I want to dog shit him because he's been a dog shit QB for four years, um, has looked decent, good enough to get this team over the hump, and they're not playing a hard team. So give me the two and a half, give me the two, whatever you got him at on the road against Iowa State. This team is not good. Um, should, may, this was my may, may, may I make it week. May I make a suggestion? I have my nope. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna ruin me because my next pick. That's my next pick. I have Kansas State money line. Just real yeah, fast. Ethan changes changes to money line. I have three units on this. No spread. Three units. Okay. Don't right. care. I have a unit and a half money line minus one thirty. Uh, that's my thing. Like what happens? Like what happens? Here, here's the thing. I'm just saying. What happens? They're gonna go to overtime. Go to triple overtime, and they win by fucking two points. You're gonna push like. It's okay. I wouldn't do push it. My three Here, let him do it. It's okay. All right. All right. If I All lose right. my three unit pick, that's on me. But if I push my three unit pick, that's fine. I'm, taking, I'm personally technically tailing tailing both of you, but I'm, I'm gonna, gonna tail I'm tail gonna the double, money line. Double double down. Kansas uh wins by one. Uh Kansas State wins by one. No, I'm just kidding. Uh yeah, Kansas State four and one against the spread. They've looked solid. I think a big concerning factor is Iowa State's run defense. They only allow 83 yards a game. However, you have that dual uh, running threat with Adrian Martinez, Deuce Vaughn. I think that is going to kind of give them fits. A lot of the stats that Iowa State has had this year is kind of skewed because they put most of their points against SEMO in Ohio. Outside of that, they haven't really put up a lot of points. So I like this pick. It may be kind of a square pick ranked team going on the road at Iowa State, but they have to win this game, I think, to be considered like a, a threat in the Big Twelve or to kind of just like their progression moving forward. This is a big this is a big game for them. So I like yeah. the money line one and a half units. There we go. All it's right, disgusting, boys. But it's 
I mean, the Big 12 is going through Kansas right now. Like one of those schools. Uh, it's Kansas for TCU. Kansas yeah. for TCU. Um, so, yeah, boys, uh, I like that pick a lot. I, I had Kansas State on my radar. It wasn't on my official pick sheet. Uh, my last college game, I have one more college game for the week, and then I'll, I have a couple NFL picks. Saturday at 630, South Carolina at number 13, Kentucky. Um, I'm taking South Carolina at plus 10.5 against Kentucky at one unit. It's my smallest play of the week. Um, here's why. Kind of started doing some stuff last week, and, and it worked. I went 8-2 and two in college football Saturday last weekend. South Carolina is getting 84% of the bets, but 60% of the money. Um, and the line opened at 13.5, minus 13.5 for Kentucky, and now it's moved all the way down to 10.5. Like, that's fishy to me. Even even with the more even with more bets coming in on Kentucky, they're going to move that line down three points. Like, they just want you to take Kentucky because uh, sharps are on South Carolina. Does Kentucky win? 100%. Uh, but I don't see them covering the spread. South Carolina's offense is putting up 395 yards a game while Kentucky's allowing nearly 300 on defense. Also, South Carolina is allowing only 180 yards in the passing game. Um, and Kentucky has a tough time running the ball. They only run the, they're only averaging 87 yards, of, uh, 87 yards per game on the ground. So South Carolina has, has a very, very strong passing defense. Kentucky, that's what they rely on is passing the ball with Will Levis. I think they can kind of eliminate that. Um, plus, South Carolina's hung up 50-plus in their last two. Granted, the opponents were great, but is Spencer Rattler getting a swagger back? Who knows? I like South Carolina plus 10.5 at one unit. Bang. That's fine. That's all I got to say about that. I didn't look into this game too much, but I, I like the pick. I think SEC games, it's hard to to go for the favor in double-digit spreads unless it's a very clear, like, you know, Alabama versus Vanderbilt situation. Um, Georgia so, versus like Missouri. That. Yeah. Well, that didn't pan out for spread. I'm just <laughs> yeah, saying. I know. Travis actually bet on Mizzou plus 30. So it was a good yeah. bet. I was, yeah. still wasn't happy at the end about the outcome. I wasn't <laughs> fucking happy. heartbreaker, man. Yeah. So that's all we know. Don't, don't mind it. Um, I didn't look into it a whole lot. Might, might take a peek at it before I put some money on it. Uh, Ethan. I am out of college picks, so if you have another one, go for it. Uh, I do have a college pick, and then Travis, when are you gonna learn? You do this every <laughs> Listen, week. You I don't. Dude, every t- every week, I look at NFL, and I don't like it. I don't like I it. the one NFL picks the it. one pick I had this week in the NFL. I ended up taking it off. I'll still probably end up betting. I'm sure I'll get screwed as the over in the Thursday night football game. So there you go. I'm gonna take that. Um, this is what I have. I have two units in. I went out of chronological order because Ethan had one later than this one, but this is Saturday at 3 o'clock. It is Duke at Georgia Tech. Um, Duke is three-point favorites. They are 4-1. and one. They just mollywopped UVA. Their only loss comes to Kansas by eight points. Pretty impressive at Kansas, considering how good they have been this year. Georgia Tech is coming off of their Super Bowl victory at Pitt. They beat number 24-ranked Pitt on the road. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Uh, they're definitely going to have a hangover. Don't care if they're coming back home. Their defense aligns perfectly for Duke. They allow 223 passing yards. Duke gets 243. They allow 188 rushing yards. Duke gets 200. So they're not really going to have to change a whole lot on their game plan. They're going to be able to do what they do, move the ball, push it. On the other side, Georgia Tech, their offense, they only – put 316 yards up a game, 16 points. Duke has way too good of a defense for them to be able to keep up with what their offense provides. Taking Duke minus three at two units. All right. I like it. Yeah, Duke's a solid team this year. You know, you said that Kansas lost by eight. Uh, Tough. They could have won that game, to be honest with you. So, um, yeah, I like to pick a lot. So, I will roll to my next game. I have three NFL games. So, Travis, I guess in all yours are college then? I have a parlay left. It's called college. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll go, me and Ethan will go and dive into our NFL picks. Listen, I have to be confident. This is my fucking one. You think I want to do this one chip challenge? I love these picks of mine this week. Okay. All right. You fucking love pick it. some goddamn oddball ones. That's all I got to say. That's why, um, that's why I dove deep. I, I, I love it. I did too. Um, Sunday morning. I got the London game, boys. Um, oh, there's another one. Yep, 8:30 a.m. Central Time. Give me the fucking Packers minus nine against the, against the Giants. Um, one and a half units. I mean, this is an people are going to overreact to this. The money, the the public money is going to start to flow in on the Giants later in the week. I'm sure this line will move. Um, I'm not going to bet on it till probably Saturday sometime Saturday afternoon. Um, but I like the Packers minus nine. I think, like we've already talked about, the Giants are a bad team. Pump the brakes. Look at who you've beaten. Um, as a matter of fact, outside of the Bears, the Packers really haven't whooped up anybody. I think this is where they finally get their 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 ass beating win. Um, you look at the Giants; their three wins have been by a combined twelve points. They're literally a few possessions away from being one and three. Like legitimately, they're a bad team. They're not good. Dan Jones sucks. Brian Dable's overrated as a head as a head coach. I don't care how you want to slice it. Um, I think the Packers, more experienced team across the pond that takes a very experienced team to kind of, you know, go over there and win. We saw it happen this past week with the Vikings beating the Saints. Um, I think it's going to happen here. Giants are inexperienced. They're not going not to know how to travel. New new place to play. Packers minus nine, one and a half units. I've seen it at minus eight in some places. The only thing I will say about this. And this is where my my fear, my conspiracy comes to kick in. I feel like they like to keep these London games close. They all have been pretty close. They have all been pretty close. That's my only thing. If this was at home, I wouldn't have any problem with it. I just feel like these these London games are closer than what they should be always, always. It's it's kind of crazy that you say that because I did a lot of research last week on the London game because I bet on the Vikings minus two and a half. And it's kind of wild, but it's almost damn near 50-50 in terms of who covers the spread. So it's oh, yeah. it's it's either favorite covers the spread or the underdog covers the spread. So it, it's kind of give or take. Um, 
I think it'll be closer. If I was going to lean a way with this bet, I would have leaned the over because it's only at 41 and a half right now. And granted, while I think that there's a chance the Giants only score like 13 points, if the Giants are only scoring 13 points, I think that the, this, like you said, is the Packers whoop game and they score like 31 or some yeah. shit like that. So it's either going to be close and the points hit or it's going to be a blowout and the points hit. But either way, um, I think the points hit. So I'm seeing the Al Lazard breakout game. You know, I'm seeing I'm seeing Aaron Jones Romeo in Dubs, a couple, baby. <laughs> I'm seeing I'm seeing Aaron Jones in zone a couple times finally for the first time this year. I just think the Packers just run away with this. The last three games that have been played in London have all been at Tottenham Hotspur, mm-hmm. dating back to twenty This is in Wembley. Twenty Nope, this is this is in Tottenham. The, the next one's in Wembley. The okay. Broncos Jags have been three Three and seven point wins. Yep. Break the mold, baby. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> I'm to break if it's gonna be 50 50. This is just my this is my this is my uh my devil's advocate uh conspiracy theory. I get what you're saying, like hey, we're gonna show out for these fans, give them a good game, don't want to give them a blow because out. the Vikings were rolling away with it, and then here you go, then the Saints come back, and then it's back and forth, and then it's a field goal game. Like that's kind of what you wanna you wanna fit a the script this weekend with that with that London game is bet the first half under because I feel like slow, these teams start slow historically when they yeah, have to cross overseas. Tough. Their offense takes a while to get going. Um, didn't really happen last week, but I think historically it has. So either way, though, I, I, I bet at, at all. if your bet doesn't hit, I bet at any point in this game, though, the Packers are leading by double digits. They just fucking blow it. So, yeah, I can't even argue with that. Um, all right. I'm Either. literally going to take no time on this next pick because, you know, we're, we're flying through these picks and I don't have a whole lot to say about it. It is a Sunday at noon game. It is the Titans at the Commanders. We talked about it a little bit earlier off the podcast. Um, I'm taking the Titans minus two and a half for two units. I don't think Commanders are a good football team. I think Carson Wentz has been dog shit this year and I'm a Carson Wentz truther. I don't know if I can be so any longer. The Titans have kind of started to pick it up and figure out what they look like on offense. I don't care that Traylon Burks is out. Titans are going to win this game by double digits, two units, locking it in. I feel like this is a trap game. Not at minus two and a half. That's the only reason. They're going to win this game by 14 points. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I say that every fucking week about my bets. Uh, No, I mean, I like the pick. I just don't know what happens, what goes on, and, and how teams blow these spreads. So, fair. that's about it. Vegas Jared. wins always. Uh, Vegas wins always. Oh, you, that's all you have left is, is a parlay? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got two more. Uh, Dolphins at Jets, Sunday at noon. Dolphins minus three and a half. I'm taking the Dolphins at one and a half units. Listen, there's still a better team than the Jets with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. Listen. They've won eight of the last 10 against the Jets, and the average margin of victory has been 9.75. They, these are games where we've had fucking Matt Moore and fucking Jay Cutler at quarterback. I promise you Teddy Bridgewater is a better option than those guys. I don't think the Jets are any good. I'm taking the Dolphins minus three and a half at one and a half units. I stayed far away from yeah. this game and it's Dude, only because of the quarterback situation I, I can't take a guy who fucking rolls up off the fucking short bus and and to, to play quarterback for this team he's horrible we'll see i think the jets are terrible i mean the jets are overrated as fuck i think you could have a worse backup quarterback don't get me wrong i just i'm scared i agree i think the jets are not 
worth a two and a half point underdog. But I just I couldn't convince myself that it was a sturdy enough pick to take it. So what what convinced me is I, I was like, yo, all right, let's look back, let's let's look back at the history. And it was we've won eight of the last ten, all by an average margin victory of ten points. And I remember some of those teams we did not have good quarterbacks. Jay Cutler, Matt Moore. He's just so bad. <laughs> You're telling me Teddy Bridgewater is worse than Matt Moore and Jay Cutler? I don't think so. Not Matt Moore. Not Matt Moore. <laughs> Jay Cutler in his best years, no, but I mean Jay Cutler in his Dolphins years. Just take the fucking glove off. Take the fucking glove off your right <laughs> hand. You can't throw for fuck with it on. I agree. That's all, all I right. care about. Um, I have all Ethan. noon games. I only have two left as well. Um, I have the next game is the Lions at the Patriots. There's another noon game. I am also not going to dive in too deep this one and – I know that we, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or off the podcast. Um, I am not staying away from this game. Lions money line all day, two units plus one fifteen. They're gonna oh, win no. this game, and it's not even gonna be close. Oh, Ethan, they're still gonna start saw, Bailey Zappi. And you I'm saw sorry. what Zap you saw what Zappi was able to do against the Packers. The fucking Lions Zappy? defense was worse than a middle school what, team. What Zappi did against the Packers? If, if no, what Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson did against the Packers. If this was in, they if this was in, if this was in Detroit, no, I mean I, I'm I'm riding you, but the fact that in Gillette, dude, that's tough. It's tough for Dan Campbell. Foxborough does Lions scare me in October. Foxborough uh, scares me in. It's late still just Foxborough. It's Christmas. still just like the the presence of the environment. I, I love you. I, I love you too. I but I know. Yeah, I I just don't see the pat. I don't see the pat starting out one and four. I really don't. I really don't see it. But I really hope they do. To be honest, I hope. I hope, I hope they, they do. I would. I would love to bet this with you, but I my body will not let me. Um, I have. I have one more um, Sunday noon game. Falcons. I get. Hey, whoa, whoa! Let me do my parlay, motherfucker. Do oh, I have a te- I have a teaser too? So Jesus Christ! How many picks <laughs> you got? Go 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 ahead. Do your shit. Falcons at Bucks uh, Sunday at noon. Falcons plus nine, one and a half units. 33 percent of the bets are on the Falcons, but seventy six percent of the money's there. So sharps are on them. Line opened up at ten and a half for the Bucks. Already moved a point and a half in like a day, um, despite the high bet percentage being on Tampa Bay. Falcons only team in the league four and zero gets a spread. Got to, got to, got to keep taking it. And we just talked earlier: is Brady going to go through divorce troubles this week? I see the Falcons keeping this one close. I actually thought you were going to go Bucks. So <laughs> I actually like that pick a lot because I thought you were going to go Bucks minus nine and a half. Nah, and I don't know. I, I hate this Falcons team. They suck ass. Yeah, but I feel like they've played games close, and maybe I'm wrong. every single in game. My no, mind. They okay, I was just saying, in my spread. mind, they've played games close. Um, and I get it's the Bucks, whatever. It's just I don't. I I agree. I think there's a lot of question marks around this team, so I like it. I think it's one of those though where the Bucks they just got beat pretty bad, and they and they probably are getting their ass reamed this week, and they might come yeah. out. They're mm-hmm. either going to come out and win by four, or they're going to come out and win by twenty four, forty. <laughs> so that's that's that. Um, yeah, that's one my thing right now. I just need to, I'm just staying far away from NFL because I don't Fal- know. Fal- Falcons lost the Saints by one, lost the Rams by four, beat the Seahawks by four, beat the beat the Browns. So they have I'm, so you're telling they've played shithole teams. I mean fucking the Bucks the Bucks beat the Cowboys by sixteen. 
They beat the the Saints by ten. Lost the Packers. They scored fucking twelve points and lost the Packers, and then just lost the Chiefs by ten. So They've they're not. A, they played some better teams though. They played the Packers and the Chiefs, but they beat the other teams by by more points. All right, Trav. Plus, let's hear right. this plus twelve unit parlay. It's not a plus twelve unit. This is a this is a keep it safe play in case all my other bets go to shit. Okay. Florida money line got Mizzou at home. Uh, anytime, Jared, if Brady Cook can go into the swamp and beat Florida, I just I hate when you bet on our teams or bet against our teams because then it's so hard to like root for them on Saturday when you're actively like fucking Brady Cook. Can we can we can we pick another minus eleven favorite for you to toss in there? Because I mean, seriously, Mizzou hasn't looked bad the last two. No, weeks. hey, I'll, I'm I'm you go for it. Like Mizzou is as long as they got Brady Cook behind the helm. I just I can't. dude, they can't. They cannot. They will not go into the swamp and beat Florida with Brady Cook playing quarterback. Don't care how good their defense is. Okay, I debated it, looked at it, looked for other teams to toss in. No chance they win this game. No chance. Okay. <laughs> Fuck all you guys. My next pick. Now you got me all fucking tossed out of sorts. Um, I lost it on my phone because I had to scroll all the way back up to the Mizzou game. Is Air Force money line? They play at Utah State. They're ten point favorites. Uh, Utah State's one and four. Air Force is four and one. They suck. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready terribly um the only team they beat was yukon and that was only by 11 so i actually like that pick a lot well, Shout out to the one pick that i actually root for with our forces go air force go air force all right my next pick is coastal carolina at ul monroe coastal carolina five and oh they've looked pretty solid haven't missed a beat ul monroe's two and three um their only wins coming against Nichols and Louisiana. How many times have you bet on Coastal Carolina? Dude, Coastal Carolina is my team. (laughs) I haven't lost on them though. And it's the same shit last year. That fucking hurdle in that last game to win the fucking game. Mm. That that was them. It was nice, dude. I had and I didn't bet on that game, but I'm just like me and Jared rolled them all all year last year. They have the same quarterback. They're 14 point favorites, so I threw them in there. And then my last one. Uh, is Ole Miss. They should win this game by a landslide. Uh, they play Van- well, they play Vander- they playing, Trav? They play Vanderbilt, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. So, so you like got money line? Money line. Oh, yeah, that's so an got, easy pick. That's so easy. You got Florida. You all night. 
Florida, Florida, Air Force, Coastal Carolina, Ole Miss. It's not sexy, guys. It's plus a plus two sixty-five, plus one hundred and one. Gross. Plus one hundred and one. Well, you know, take 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 Florida out. Unit and a half. No, listen, motherfuckers. This is what's going to happen. You tried to talk me out of the Mizzou Auburn thing, and I let that one rolled. So this one's going to roll. If Mizzou wins this game, then I deserve to eat the motherfucking pocky chip. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm looking at another at a at a better money line favorite that I think would win. It's Oklahoma State at home against Texas Tech. Nope. Already, I looked at that. Don't scare me. Don't second guess yourself. Don't second guess yourself. I didn't. Exactly. I I thought about taking them out and throwing. The way you're going this year, you should second guess yourself. (laughs) No, he probably did though. He's probably like, "Hmm, Mizzou on the road. Absolutely. Nope. Got to take Florida. See, I was gonna I was gonna bet. Some things, some things the other way this week. I looked in the other way. I rolled with Florida. Listen, we've all talked shit on Brady Cook. Listen, Linda, listen. If he goes, get your fucking beer out of here. This is this this is the goat pumpkin beer of all time. No, pumpkin. I'm hot take. There are no goat pumpkin beers. Pumpkin oh, beer is boo. ass. Boo. That's all I gotta say. Your fiance says otherwise. <laughs> She was looking for pumpkin beers when she was here back in July. Yeah, she was. Um, Jarrett, tell me that you have faith in Brady Cook going in Florida and beating them. I'm hoping they leave him at the fucking tarmac and at CLU Airport. That's 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 how much faith I have in him. Exactly. <laughs> hope, the, hope the plane leaves his ass in fucking Columbia. Um, um, anyway, I have I have one more pick. It's a teaser. I haven't done one of these yet. I'm kind of shaking it up too. So it's a weekend long seven point teaser starting on Saturday or starting on Thursday. Going through Sunday, seven point teaser plus nine hundred half unit to win four and a half. Colts Broncos under fifty. Florida State plus ten against North Carolina State. Kansas plus fourteen against TCU. Washington State plus twenty against USC. UGA Auburn under fifty six and a half. Packers minus two against the fucking dog shit Giants. Falcons plus sixteen against the Bucks and Browns plus ten against the Chargers at home. I'll fucking cut my pinky off if that thing fucking hits. The only thing <laughs> that I don't like, honestly, on it is the Browns plus ten because this is this is a prove yourself game for the Chargers, and I can. There's just Her- Herbert's still banged up. Herbert's still banged. Up. There's like, just so, so much on that. This game. Oh, there's just so much on that to get fucking ruined. <laughs> it's gonna but, happen Thursday night. It's gonna happen Thursday night. They're gonna score fucking eighty-five points. Russell Wilson gonna throw six touchdowns. It's gonna hurt a lot less though for it to hit on or miss on Thursday night than Sunday night. So, is it Sunday night? Do I have a Sunday night game in there? Well, Sunday Sunday afternoon. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, I was like, I only have a Sunday night game. Yep. I have one pick left. I, I, and oh, I shit. guess I don't really want to talk too much on Jarrett's unless Travis, you have something to add. I was gonna say. I like it other than the questionable, like, Chargers could go out and blow out the Browns because that's the only game that I had thoughts about. Travis, I don't know if you felt any different. but Oh, no, I was just like, oh, that one's okay. Like, that that one might be the falling <laughs> leg. And then he added another one, and I was like, that one could be the falling leg. And then he added another one, and I was just like, okay, he's just going to keep going. How many <laughs> legs it? is it? Is it six it's, or seven? It's, it's eight. It's eight. Oh, <laughs> Well, hey, if it hits, if it hey, hits, Travis, I will buy your hot chip for you if you lose, <laughs> and if not, I'm buying everybody beer. So. All right, there you go. There we go. Um, 
my my last pick is not sexy. I wish we wouldn't have saved it for last. I apologize to those of you who are listening who are like, "Ooh, let's listen to what the last pick of the night is." Um, it is Pittsburgh. No, they're listening. Buffalo. They're listening for the serial draft, fucker. Yeah, the serial killer draft. For those of you who've been listening to Jeffrey Dahmer, <laughs> <laughs> number one. Anyways, uh, it's Pittsburgh at Buffalo Sunday at noon. It is not a sexy game. I am not taking any spread on this game. I'm actually taking the under of 47. Um, and all of the games but one this year for both teams, this over-under has not hit the over except for once, and it was 48. And this over-under is 47. Both of these defenses I know are missing big pieces. TJ Watts out. Micah Hyde's gone for the season. But they still have very strong defenses. I think that this is going to be a very heavy run-first game. Um, and then you've got an unproven Kenny Pickett who also just came off three picks. Now, don't get me wrong. One of them was a Hail Mary. A couple of them weren't his fault. Is the they only is. three incompletions you threw. Exactly. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter. I still think that this game is not very high scoring. I think that it is a long, strung out game. I could see it being like a 27 to 7 or a 23 to 17 or whatever. But 47 is not hitting in this game. Um, I'm throwing two units on it. It's going to be a snoozer, in my opinion. I'm not going to watch it personally. I'll see it if it pops up on Red Zone. But other than that, I'm just going to root for it to hit. So, Go Stillers. Like that pick because I think that Kenny Pickett struggles. Uh, but go Steelers. Go Steelers. Win go, Stillers. go Stillers. Go <laughs> Stillers. Uh, all right, so that is going to wrap up for Digenerous Digest. Let's roll into the serial drafts. How do this, we want to do this? How who gets to go first? Who gets to steal their first pick? Let's let's go. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I just order. dropped my microphone on the ground. I apologize to everyone listening. They just got a fucking. You just made an individual wreck on the highway. Um, it sounds like someone honking their horn. To be honest, it sounds like a <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go in order of um our current standings in in, in the picks. So Ethan, me, Travis. No, 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 no. Usually order. worse gets to go first. Reverse order. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with that. Way. You still get to go <laughs> second, Jared. It don't fucking affect you. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me because I know. Because I, I know. I, oh, I know Travis is first. So. And also, I know Ethan Travis, first. while you talk. Ethan, no, because I know Ethan, no one's going to steal Ethan's first, so I'll let Ethan go. No. We'll go real order. Ethan, you go. Okay, well, I'm going to go, and then I'm going to piss. Um, So you guys can talk about yours in a second. I don't have a whole lot to say. Mine's Reese's Puffs. That's the fucking goat cereal so of bad. all time. Oh, it is, bro. That is like if I have to go to the store and I won't give up my second one, it might get taken by one of you. Um, but I'm picking between two cereals, and it's this other cereal, and then it's Reese's Puffs. And I I'd rather eat fucking raw bacon out of my Reese's fridge. Puffs. No, Reese's Puffs is good. Reese's it Puffs is probably like a, a banger like a, cereal. I get it is not a like it's a classic. It's also not like. <laughs> something that you can eat every single morning. I understand that. I was never gonna pick it, but I'm I'm a big. I like Reese's in general. Or for those of you who are cold, don't even Reese's. say it. Don't know that is not a that's not a pronunciation of Reese's. <laughs> um, but either way, Reese's is a goat candy, and I think Reese's Puffs just like solidifies the flavor of chocolate and peanut butter together. As a breakfast, so Reese's I get it. My hey, 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 like hey, it, time so. out, time out. I'm not going to say a lot about this, but then I'm going to dive into a Gordon Ramsay fucking rant. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to take a piss. 
And you guys can talk about your next one to just let me know what you chose. You can just run off the whole nutritional facts. Reese's, Reese's, Reese's Puff, Puff Box. Greatest cereal of all time. It is the goat cereal. You could argue me all day. It's going to go out and fucking out the other. No, it dries my mouth out worse than the camel's ass. All right. Reese's Puffs, number one pick. Risky fucking pick, I think. Mine's uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You fucking bitch. I, I should have it. But I also have a number two that I'm afraid you're going to take back to back. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I mean, seriously, you got the cinnamon sugar on it. You got the squareness. You got the crunchiness. The squareness. Um, that really adds a factor to it. I, no, honestly, like the more, the older I get, the shape of the cereal matters to me. Like it really does. And also the milk from Cinnamon Toast Crunch is goaded when, when you're done. But you don't like rum chata, so that's, you know. No, I don't like rum chata. Rum chata is fucking gross. Rum it's the same shit, and it, but it gets you drunk. It's for children. It's for children. It's for children. It's for children. Okay. Um, Ethan already knows mine because we were talking about it a little bit earlier before we hopped on. My you number get, one. What? You get two back-to-back picks. I know, but my number one is Lucky Charms. Um, this is the most goaded cereal with marshmallows in it. I think in my like, and we're also thinking because like I have some others that are like kind of like specialty cereals that aren't necessarily available all year round, but this yeah. is like the one that you go to. It's like original OG Lucky Charm. I love marshmallows in my cereal. Call me a kid, uh, but that's it. That's my number one. Ethan. Ethan's back. Ethan Jarrett went cinnamon toast crunch. Um, I know number two. I know it was mine. It was mine as well. <laughs> I went Lucky Charms as my number one. And then for my number two pick, this is tough. This is really tough for me. Do I do it? Do I do it? I think you got to do it, apparently. Do you know? Do you know no, what it I is? I'm just assuming that if you're arguing over yourself, you got to take the one that you yeah. have. All right. I got to go. I'm going to go Fruit Loops. That's a good choice. So we're seeing Travis's palate develop right now. It's very sweet and sugary, um, which I guess is all cereal technically. Yeah, I was going to say, like, but I also am a very sweet and sugary guy. Like, I'm not like much of a chocolatey guy for my cereal. Uh, so you might see a lot of the same. All right. So True Loops. True Loops. So Travis got to Loops. My second pick is going to be Golden Grams. I love Golden Grams. It's a very goaded cereal. Um, Solid. It's like one of those things you can eat and just like, I can eat like three bowls of it. And like, you want to talk about palate consistency though? You went cinnamon toast crunch and then golden grams. Yeah, that's just the same thing. <laughs> Taste wise, no, <laughs> it is the same like, thing. Like palate wise, for sure. Like, yeah, like, yeah. No, I, I wise, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's a good choice. I, it's mm-hmm. not my first choice of cereal. Um, it was not in my top five, but I do think it is a good cereal. Cinnamon Toast Crunch was my number two, so yeah, I, I love that pick. Um, it was mine too. My number two pick is something that also may not be on your guys' top five. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I also apparently have a very unique palate compared to you two. Um, it is Captain Crunch, not Captain no, Crunch. No, fuck you. Captain Crunch. And I, I am going to be... I am going to be the worst human on earth. It's in general Captain Crunch, but if I had to pick, I would pick the one without the Crunch Berries. Nope. Yep. Oh, you can't pick that. Crunch Berries is way better, by the way. That was I don't give a wonder. fuck about how much no. my roof of my mouth is cut up or that shit. It's just such a good flavor of just the actual Captain Crunch itself. 
um that that's my number two i don't got much more to say i eat it with the crunch berries but i love crunch berries better mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Oh, I disagree. Oh shit! I got back to back picks, don't I? <laughs> you just you did that, didn't you? You just did it. One second. No, I only did Captain Crunch. I have Reese's and Captain Crunch. That's my only two picks. Okay, yeah, you do. You do back to back picks. Well, shit. Um, my third pick then is maybe an underrated pick. It is a classic. It is mini wheats. Um, I love me some mini wheats. That fro or yeah, mini wheats. I love the frosted flavor with the wheats. Do yeah. what? I said, you think about the roasted on Twitter, man. Fucking, I don't care. Roast me all you want. Let's let's label this top five out. Give it a vote. You know what? It doesn't matter because I've been last on every fucking draft. We <laughs> yes, no one loves anything Ethan picks, and it's because none of you motherfuckers that are listening are cultured. So figure it out. Sorry, um, I don't like to eat fucking unflavored three. gravel in a goat cereal. <laughs> I, I mean, I've said that about two of my three cereals now. All right, Jared. Um, but it's good. So, so Ethan's got what'd you just pick? I don't, you know, Frosty Meats. Got- Frosty Meats actually aren't, aren't that bad. It's just not like I don't think everyone they have to go to. Um, my number three pick is going to be uh, an OG classic. I'm stealing it right from fucking Travis or Ethan. One or two, I guarantee you guys have it. Cookie Crisp. Nope. Don't really? have it as well. Yeah. You uh, just wasted a third round pick on cookie no, crisp. No, I did not. Cookie crisp is solid because, again, it's got the cookie consistency. Talking about my fucking palate being the same, now it's different. I switched it up on y'all. <laughs> fucking went fucking 180. All right. My third round pick is going to be Fruity Pebbles. God damn, I should have taken it just now. God damn it. Wait. Was your second uh, round pick Fruit Loops? Yes. Yeah. And now you're Fruity Pebbles. Man, but Fruity I, almost, Pebbles. I, almost did, I almost did Fruity Pebbles. I'm doing fruity pebbles, and That's I'm good, following good. it up, following it up with something not as fruity, but it, you're gonna call me clown because this fruit, Apple Jacks. No, it's Apple oh, Apple Jacks is solid fucking cereal. That is a great um, cereal. Great cereal. Cocoa Puffs is my is my my number four pick. Worst cereal ever. Oh come on! <laughs> what? It makes your milk chocolate when you're it's done. It's so bad. You I guys, don't we, we have to think about I think about what the milk is like when you're done. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You get that cinnamon. Flavored milk, cocoa puffs, and you get chocolate milk when you're done. Like, I won't argue with you there. The milk, the after milk, you know that you gotta you gotta slurp up when you're done. <laughs> after milk <laughs> is all that is not all that really matters, but it is a big part of the cereal. Jared is like cracking up to the point where I can't even look at the camera right now. Um, but dude, no, I agree, you have though. to let them sit for like sixty seconds. 
Yes. Like I don't like them soggy, but I don't like them okay. crunchy. They have to be. But that who the perfect. fuck wants to sit and watch their cereal bathe <laughs> before you can fucking eat them? I'm just saying, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> we're gonna sit here and we're gonna watch a movie. Let's and go. I'm gonna take some photos and then come on, come on, party hardy. Oh my god. Um, right. Peters. But anyways, um, Jared, I hate that pick, but I get that as a. <laughs> As a majority, people like Cocoa Puffs. I am just in the minority there. I don't. You're like up them. after milk. I did. I did play. Did you guys ever play that Cocoa Puffs game on the computer? Way no. Back? No. no, bro. I'm not even joking. It came out of one of the boxes of Cocoa Puffs. I was like six, seven years old. You like threw the disc in the TV or in the computer monitor, and it was like you could go skiing with the fucking bird. Um, that's a pretty cool game. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Nostalgia for anybody else who ever played that. Also in the minority. Um, my fourth round pick, because Travis stole two of mine, technically with Fruity Pebbles and Apple Jacks. Um, I kind of got to dig deep here. I am actually going to go Cocoa Krispies. Not Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Krispies. If you don't eat Cocoa Krispies, you're missing out on the same chocolate flavor but with a nice crunch that Cocoa Pebbles does not have to offer. Are you thinking like uh, like like Fruity Pebbles oh, with the Cocoa he, ones? No, he's Cocoa talking, Pebbles? They're, 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 like, they're like little rice flavor. They're like little rice cereal. Yeah, have like, you ever had Rice Krispies? Uh, it's Cocoa Krispies. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. crackle in your milk, and it's incredible. Um, but, okay, tell me, tell me. What I'm going to say is like literally the flavor of Cocoa Krispies and the flavor of Cocoa Puffs are the exact fucking same. Yeah, but the texture is what it is. They're more me. of like cracky. I love the I love the crunch of cocoa. <laughs> so, all right, judge me all you Eat want. Back to back, but oh my god, I gotta go back to back. This is such a hard one for me because all of the solid ones have been taken, um, and that's probably because I've taken all of the ones that nobody else would pick, and you guys have taken all of the good ones. Um, if I'm gonna go with any cereal, then. I'm like in my mind picturing the aisle and then like going down it. Tough. Um, it is pretty tough. I, I would have to classic though. Um, one of the most classic of all time. You can't leave it out of a draft. If you guys didn't have it fair, but I'm not going to leave it out of a draft. It's honey nut Cheerios. God damn you. Um, yeah. It's, it, it's a classic cereal. If there's something that like, you know, I want to be quote unquote healthier, not literally, but like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's a healthier cereal. I'm going to take Honey Nut Cheerios because it's easy. Um, it's quick in the morning. It's got a good like balance that's of flavors. You Sounds like your fiance. Um, there's some sitting on the top. Of- <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you just say it's easy and quick in the morning and say it sounds like my fiance? I'm going to have her listen to this tomorrow. I'm going to earmark it at an hour and 35 minutes because we took a five-minute break. And then I'm going to have her ask about that. Um, but I'm not serious. It is a good cereal. It's not it's great cereal. My uh, my wife my eats it. My wife eats it every every morning. I need cheers. I rotate through night. the same five cereals anytime I go to the store, and it's the five that I've picked. That's so. a great one. All right. Um, my is gonna be probably a controversial pick, but I'm gonna say it anyway because I like it a lot. I just forgot cereal. By the way, I liked it a lot as a kid. Fucking Wheaties, man. 
Yeah, but you I have to eat. add like a fourth cup of sugar to it. <laughs> yes. No, that's yeah. same with like frosted flakes. Frosted flakes. Yep. Yep. I, I was I was debating between the two. They're both kind of the same thing. I went Wheaties. So, like, yeah, and I'm glad you guys said that because frosted flakes was my was my next pick. But since you said Wheaties, I'm gonna go with what my original honorable mention was gonna be. Tricks. God. But man. tricks as the shapes. Not as the fucking balls Puffs, that they do. Yeah. No, the flowers and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. OG tricks. I mm-hmm. love that pick. <laughs> Growing up, there was nothing better when they when they switched it to the fucking balls. I'm like, what's the fun in this? It's just no flavored. Yeah. You have to have the colorful like flowers yep. and shit. That's the best. Yep. So Ethan's got Reese's Puffs, Captain Crunch, Mini Wheats. Cocoa Krispies and Honey Nut Cheerios may be the worst possible cereal draft of all time. Nope. Jared's got Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Golden Grams, Cocoa Crisp. No, 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 no. I got Cocoa Cocoa Puffs. Puffs. Cokey Cookie Crisp. (laughs) Cookie Crisp, Cocoa Puffs, and Wheaties. And I have uh, Lucky Charms, Fruit Loops, Fruit Pebbles, Apple Jacks, and Tricks. Coke Travis is winning Coke. this draft a thousand percent. I think yeah, so. Those those first four picks are immaculate. <laughs> I think Golden Grams is going to kill you, Jarrett. And then I think my uniqueness of people not understanding true, <laughs> true cereal culture. It's saying. like I don't know, know, I think Coke Crisp might kill wine. I will say this right now: we have we haven't opened yet. We just bought a pack. Ethan, the, Ethan, do you not do you not like pumpkin flavored stuff, or do you just not like pumpkin? I beer? just don't like pumpkin flavored stuff. Yeah, it's just, oh, we just bought Travis. You might look. At, Target has pumpkin spice Cheerios. Hmm. I don't know. Like, I can't even do like pumpkin spice lattes. I just I don't like. Oh the my god! Of You're missing out. Fan of PSLs. You are missing out on the whole purpose of fall. Nah. Because I partake in everything else that is fall related, like okay. I the pumpkin patch and picking apples and shit like that. So. so Travis, like your pumpkin beer though, real quick before we wrap up, like which one is the best for me? Like I've probably uh, if those of you who don't live in St. Louis, you're not getting the best pumpkin beer so, in the world. No. I don't like pumpkin flavored stuff, and Schlafly's is by far the best pumpkin flavored beer that I've ever had. And mm. and and that's somebody who doesn't like the flavor of pumpkin. So yeah. O'Fallon, O'Fallon has too much spice in it. There's another one we had on Sunday. We went to the zoo, Travis. I was like, this is way too. Now, Grant, there may be some craft breweries out there in your local hometown, wherever you're listening, that might have some great pumpkin beer. If so, feel free to send us yes. some our way. Uh, hit up, hit us up in our DMs, and we will tell you where to send those to. And we will review them on the podcast before the end of the day. Because we I, might just send you a St. Louis special and some Bud Light or some Schlafly. <laughs> oh, so, oh, so I, 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 Ethan, I told Travis we went to Schnooks every year when I go to Schnooks. I see the pumpkin, the Schlafly pumpkin ale, and I only buy one six pack, and I never get another one. And because they they sell out, so it's a special limited release or whatever. This year I went there and I bought four six packs. I bought every single fucking six pack they had at Schnooks just because I, I was like, I need it. I need a stockpile for it. I can't go to fucking Schnooks anymore because the last time I went to Schnooks, you can ask, ask Travis, the line was literally wrapped around the fucking store. I have it's, never seen a line for a grocery store so long in my entire life. Which one did you go to? And where did we go, Trav? Do you remember that? We were in, we were in Arnold. I think 
line wrapped around a grocery store. Remember we walked in to grab just, we just went in to grab beer. It was after we went to the brewery and stuff that morning. And then the line was literally like up around and then back down. And we were like standing near the entrance and it took fucking forever. Oh, it was schnooks. Yeah, I've never seen a line. Oh, shit, Travis. (laughs) We're at, motherfucker. God damn. Oh, it was an Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was schnooks. I, I said know. I will never go to a Schnooks again. I thought you said I don't know what the store was. I didn't no, know you didn't say you didn't know what the town. It was yeah, an no, Arnold motherfuckers. Me and Travis yeah. talking for a fuck. Me and Ethan talking for a minute and a half about Schnooks. And oh yeah, it was Schnooks. <laughs> I was trying to remember that. You know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, I win the serial draft. Hopefully, my picks go according to plan. I already, I've already looked at a couple tweets just now. People are on SMU tomorrow night. Fuck them. Ride UCF with me. Travis Travis is glad he won the serial draft because he's not winning much else this year. So He hasn't really won yet because <laughs> I feel like we put us on Twitter, all the old fuckers that follow us apparently it might, might like my draft the most. I don't know. Ethan had a pretty old person. Ethan I'm had a very shock, old person draft. Shock the world. Old person draft. Fucking <laughs> Reese's Puffs. <laughs> He's getting heated. He's just getting one? heated. Frosted mini Poco Krispies? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking kooky crisp. <laughs> that was me. Oh, uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen. This has been on far too long. We will see you next week. Jared, we'll see you in two weeks. Hopefully, I'm not eating a spicy chip. Yes. Peace out. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 